Welcome to the Clarksville Rundown. In case you didn't know, this is the number one podcast in Clarksville that features the word rundown in the title. Is it really? Yeah, number one. All those other rundown Now, Grant, we're the, only, we're the only one, but we're wow, still number one. Um, this is a Clarksville Now original podcast. My name is Ryan Pluckelman. Uh, that guy over there is the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com, Mr. Chris Smith. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Chris. So... Uh, well, we got to tell people what we do in case this is the first time they're listening. Oh, what we do? Yeah. Well, we run down the uh, top stories in Clarksville. Hence the name. Hence the name. Clarksville Rundown. Yeah. And if you've been paying attention, you might notice that each week there are six. Oh. Yeah. I have not been paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. Each week I, I go for uh, six articles that we can discuss. Okay. And uh, yeah, now, of course, this week there's five. But okay, the last one is the year in review. Okay, so gotta that's got like 10 stories okay. in it. So yeah, we got a lot to cover okay. in that one. All right, yeah. let's let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to it. These are the biggest stories on ClarksvilleNow.com from this past week. So Ryan, the last time you added a school uh, to your school system, yeah. to the uh, Ryan Pluckelman uh, <laughs> School District number 52, um, you had to do some rezoning, didn't you? Yes, and rezoning yeah. has turned into basically a yearly to every other <laughs> yeah. year event here in Clarksville, mm-hmm. Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's sad because, you know, these military families, they're already moving you know, every three or four years right. as it is. Right. And then they get to Clarksville and they get rezoned every year and a half. You yeah. Know? So, it, but it's, it comes with the territory. Everybody wants a piece of us. Everybody loves us. Everybody yes. wants to move here. Yes. And I feel for you, parents. Yeah. I know hard. you would love nothing more than to have your kids go to the same school and the mm-hmm. same same complex of schools throughout their entire school career. It's just not going to happen here in Clarksville. We're growing too much. Yeah. We already, honestly, we should talk about Kirkwood being built. There should be another Kirkwood should be done. There should be another elementary oh, school yeah. being built. We're behind. So just, just know your reaction to the redistricting for Kirkwood. Remember it. Cause you're going to need to bring it back up in another year. <laughs> when another school opens, we have to redistrict yeah. again. So the um, school system has been taking, uh, you know, input from everybody about these changes. And um, some parents spoke at the meeting um, and it was a very polite meeting from everything I'm hearing from the reporter. Mm-hmm. Not a bunch of screaming and yelling and throwing chairs, just Good. concerned parents saying, hey, here's why this is a problem for me. Is there anything that you can do about it? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and so one uh, a parent pointed out that the rezoning is going to divide their neighborhood in half. Oh. Which is kind of weird because, you yeah. know, basically you're, you've got kids playing with their friends across the street and right across the street, you know, there's kids going to a different elementary school, yeah. which is kind of frustrating because you want to build community right. with these school zones. And so right. to divide a neighborhood like right down the middle, is, it's kind of hard on a lot of families. Well, and I, I, I will speak for the school system on behalf because as a spouse of a teacher, mm-hmm. I feel qualified to do this. I'm sure they're looking at a million different things going like, God, there is no perfect way to do this. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, we're going to need to split this neighborhood in half until the next time we rezone. Then we're going to have everybody go to the same school. But for the next year and a half or two years, (laughs) we're going to have to split this neighborhood in half. It's the only way we can make it. Like the weather in Tennessee that'll saying, you know, if you don't like it, if you don't like it, it's fine. It'll be changing again. Yeah. 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 Um, another one of the concerns was uh, military families. Um, so there's a study out there that on average children go to nine schools in their first 18 years if they're in a military family. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. So a lot of these families are that. You know what? That. That's a skill. You learn how to make friends better. Well, that's true. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, 
The goal of parenting is not necessarily to make your kids happy. Right. The goal of parenting is to help your kids navigate hardship in a lot of cases. Ask our kids and they will tell you the goal of parenting is to make the kids miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Take what you get and don't throw a fit. I think our family picked that up from your wife. <laughs> yes. That is yeah. such a Christina thing to say. You take what you, you get and you don't throw a fit. Exactly. Yeah. Did you start saying that at home? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's you get what you get. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Yeah. As the child is screaming and wailing and crying. It's like, okay. Yes. But this is what happens. My kids are all grown now, and so are Chris's. Um, But yeah, back in the day when we had little kids in the house and they'd throw a temper tantrum, my wife would just like, she's not playing games. She's like, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Mm -hmm. That's it. Deal with it. Yeah, when my kids threw temper tantrums, we said, I'm sorry, if you need to throw a temper tantrum, that is fine. Go in the other room. You can't throw your temper tantrum in here. Take it to another room. You go in there, you can scream and yell all you want. Did that work? Oh, yeah. Nice. Because, I mean, the whole point of throwing a temper tantrum is to get attention. Right, right. But if you take them and say, no, you, it's rude to throw a temper tantrum in front of other adults. You know, get out of here. Go to your room and throw a temper tantrum. That's some solid yell parenting advice. You That's really... Kids, are, kids need to yell and scream sometimes. They've got emotions. Yeah, they yeah. They let their emotions out. That doesn't mean they can disrupt the entire family while Man. they do it. We're going to be the number one parenting advice podcast. In yeah, Clarksville I know. We need, to, we need to have like an ancillary, like, you know, <laughs> little appendix parenting advice with Ryan and Chris. Yeah. From the two guys that have raised six kids. Yeah, that's right. Um, so another one of the issues they talked about was um, this idea of turning one of the schools into a, um, a uh, special ed pre-K. Well, no, I'm sorry, a pre-K program. So basically yeah. taking all the pre-K kids and putting them in one central location in okay. St. Bethlehem. All right. Um, some parents are concerned about that because if you drive your kids to school, then you're driving them to St. B and Ringgold and right. you know, it's just all over the place. Yeah. So that's, that's another concern. But you know, like I said, there's, there's not any perfect way to do this rezoning and there's going to be some people upset about it, no matter what they do. School board's job is to kind of mitigate that and say, okay, what's reasonable? What's not reasonable? Is there a way we can tweak things yeah. to make it more palatable for everybody? I'm not talking shade. This is going to sound like I'm throwing shade, but I'm not. I'm just, this is cold, hard facts, baby. I'm just going to mm-hmm. break it down to you. Give it to us. Give it to us. Uh, we can take it. If you want to make sure that your kids go to the same school and you never have to worry about redistricting, move to Hopkinsville. This is true. Since the 1970s, the population of Hopkinsville has gone up by 500 people. Mm-hmm. Since the 1970s, the population of Clarksville has gone up 160,000. Mm-hmm. So... That's not a problem that they have to deal with. It's a problem we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So just if that's your, if you're like, man, oh man, if you're thinking of moving to Clarksville and you're like, hey, I'm listening to this Clarksville rundown podcast and see what this town's all about. If you're thinking of moving to Clarksville and you don't like the idea of your kid having to go to 10 different schools because we got to keep building schools because everyone's moving here and we got to redistrict all the time. You can move right up the road to Hopkinsville. You mm-hmm. won't have to worry about it at all. Or Stewart County. Yes. Or Houston well. County. Yeah. If you're opposed to paying state income taxes, then you may want to go to Stewart County because mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay state income taxes in Kentucky. Yeah. But they're not growing over there the yeah. way we are. Right. So things are fairly stable right now. So you can, you know. Yeah. Stay in the same schools your entire time. Not yeah. throwing shade at Hopkinsville. I'm just pointing out facts. Yeah. They're yeah. not this growing quite as fast. So um, here's a cool thing. I, I heard about this from uh, Matt Cunningham a few months ago that this was going to be happening, and he's uh, released the information now to the public. Uh, you got to keep your mouth shut for the longest time. I do. I, I, my mind is a steel trap. No, because you forget half the things. You probably, no, forget, that's true you probably too. forgot that Matt told you this, no, and then I, you got the... No, I knew. I, I remember this. <laughs> I had this in the back of my head saying, wait, when is he going to announce that? Um, so yeah, they are opening a restaurant at Old Glory Distilling Company. That's fantastic. Yeah. Isn't that I'm, cool? I'm really excited because there is nothing 
really kind of on that that area off off of, past the hospital off of mm-hmm. Dunlop. Yeah, you really have to kind of go back into town to go to any restaurant. And I'm excited too because I think it speaks to the incredible growth of Old Glory Distilling. Mm-hmm. I think any time. You you start a brand new business, right? I think Matt Cunningham was like 15 when he <laughs> when he, he opens Old Glory, right? Not old enough to drink, but he's like, I'm going to make a distillery. <laughs> and and I'll tell you, I'm blown away mm-hmm. at the quality they put out of there. Yeah. Like honestly, when someone starts distilling, you're like, this is going to be a little rough for a while. But they got it dialed in. Mm-hmm. They're making some fantastic products. They really are. And they do a dynamite job, too. I mean, the presentation there, it's a beautiful building. A restaurant is going to be a welcome addition to Old Glory Distilling. Yeah, and, you know, if you go, a lot of people around town go to those, um, you know, distilling tours, the bourbon tours and all that. And some of those distilleries up in Kentucky have restaurants attached to them. Mm -hmm. And it's usually just fantastic. It's a great experience because you can do the whole tour. And then you can sit down and have a nice meal. Then usually there's some sort of, you know, bourbon infused or whiskey infused, whatever, um, you know, in the meal. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So that's what they have planned. They're talking about a... um, Open kitchen concept with a repurposed grain silo bar. Okay. Um, and then a lighting fixtures and glassware, all, you know, sort of a distillery themed. Um, and then, uh, let's see, what is the thing about the food? So it's basically a celebration of Southern hospitality. Okay. Is going to be their uh, their menu. So they haven't announced their menu yet. a lot of yet. butter. What that means is a lot of butter. A lot of butter. <laughs> uh, it's going to include dishes crafted using Old Glory Signature Spirits. Okay. Um, so yeah, so it's lots, lots of fun up there. Are you a whiskey and bourbon guy? I am not. I like bourbon. Here's how I like bourbon. I like bourbon and eggnog. Yeah. And I like, you know, Jack and Coke. Yeah. Which I guess is Jack Daniel. Is, that's not actually Tennessee bourbon. Is it? Tennessee very, whiskey, it's, it's which is similar. different. It's, I've just very never, similar. I've, I, I very much appreciate the idea of whiskeys and bourbons, yeah. but I've never really been able to develop my palate. Um, to the point that I can really fine tune and, and, and understand the difference between a good bourbon and not just feel like I'm drinking Listerine. <laughs> well, first of all, do not. Well, I, I'm sure Old Glory will take it anyway. You buy it and you do anything you want with it. Yeah. Old Glory is, is so good. They've gotten really fantastic with their bourbon mm-hmm. and uh, their Tennessee whiskey. Really fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, th- their gin, too. Their gin is fantastic as well. But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put Old Glory with Coke. Because that's what you kind of do with the cheap whiskey or bourbon. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. taste very good. You put Coke in it so you can tolerate it. That's great just sipping in mm-hmm. a glass. But Old Glory would like to remind you, they will sell it to you whatever you want. Whatever <laughs> you want it. I like bourbon flavored things. Like I, I love a scotch ale. Yeah. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big beer drinker. Yeah, you so, are. Uh, a scotch you know that looking at you because you're like 37 yeah, pounds. That's right. Yeah, but you know, 20 <laughs> of those came from beer. Um, but the uh, but I love a bourbon barrel mm-hmm. aged um, beer and um, and then like you know bourbon flavored you know desserts and stuff like that. Yeah. I know I know yeah. what that flavor is mm-hmm. and I like it, but I just don't like drinking it straight or with ice or with water. I, I like it with a with a mixer of some sort. I'll tell you a story sometime. The last time Chris drank whiskey. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a wild time. Oh, was that the, the, the night spoons of thing. the spoons, the spoons, yeah, the spoons yeah. incident? Yeah, Ooh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> no time for that on this podcast. Well, all right, moving on. Moving on to the next one. Congratulations, Old Glory. We're so happy. Did they give <laughs> yeah. you like an idea of when that's going to open up? Uh, they said early 2024, but it's early 2024. I didn't know if they gave you any more specifics. Or did Matt tell you months ago and then you forgot? <laughs> 
Um, yeah, early 2024. Well, that narrows it down. Well, it's not super early 2024. Okay, just early you know, 2024. Just early 2024. Okay, also, good. do you know where uh, where Old Glory is located? Yes, I know where Old Glory. What's it's the name? On, it's on. It's on. Uh, uh, oh, oh, hang on, hang on. It's a quiz. Stump um, the Ryan. No, no. I, I'm trying to think of the name of the dang road. I, I go there all the time. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's the road that Sam's ding, Club ding, is on. Ding, ding, it is. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, the road again. Starts with an A. What? Al, Fred. Uh, Alfred Toon Road. Ah, there Alfred we go. So that's Toon what I was road. looking for. Yeah, Alfred Toon was will the broadcast guy know how to pronounce Toon? Right. It looks yeah. like Thun. Looks like it's Thun. Alfred. Yeah. yeah. It's not Alfred Thun Road. It's Alfred Toon Road. Toon. Alfred Toon yeah. Road. Like yeah. Tiny Tunes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, speaking of new businesses coming around, uh, Carmax has put in plans to open a location here in Clarksville. Okay. CarMax is the place that sells a bunch of cars. Yeah, they do. And they also buy a bunch of cars. They do. They will pay you cash for your car and yeah. what have you. Yeah. And so you you probably don't appreciate this to the level that I do because I cannot stand haggling over anything. Drives me you, bananas. You know, for your job, you're you're so adverse to confrontation, you really should be kind of okay with that. You well, got people calling you all the time, calling you knucklehead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm used to it, but that, that doesn't mean that I don't want to. I don't want to haggle. No, I just want to know. I want to know what the price is, and then I'll decide whether I want to buy it. I don't want to say, "Well, is that really the price?" Uh, no, that, that's. I don't like that. Okay. Um, so I, right. I want upfront, honest. You tell me what's worth, and I'll tell you whether I want to buy it or I'm walking. If, if if I think that's too much, I'm walking away, and I'll buy it somewhere else that's cheaper. Yeah. But I don't want to haggle. I don't like. Chris is not a haggler. Thing. No, no. Now you used to do. I sold cars. Sell cars. Yeah, I sold cars, so I kind of got my system down. So you you know how to do this. Yeah. You yeah. know the secrets. Oh yeah. The secret yeah. is. You want to know what the secret is? Well, I don't know if you should say on the over the air. Everybody know the secret. No, I'll, I'll say the secret. All right. What's the secret? Secret. Yeah. You can't be emotionally attached. Yeah, be unemotional. Yeah. Understand that a vehicle, when it becomes an emotional purchase, that's when you start doing things you don't want to do because you're emotional. Don't mm-hmm. become emotionally attached. There's a million of them. It's transportation. Yeah. Figure out what you like, what you want to pay, what you, what's reasonable. And the thing is, don't be unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, they're not charity. Yeah, yeah. You can't say like, I found out what you paid for it. Now I'm going to give you what you paid for it. That's not how it works. You don't go to Walmart and say, hey, I know you paid $10 for that. For that uh, $30, $30 thing, I'm going to go ahead and give you 10 No, they got to make a profit. Yeah. Understand that they have to make a profit and also understand that what your vehicle's worth to in real money. Mm-hmm. If you've got a 1997 jalopy with 900,000 miles on it, it ain't worth 90 grand. Yeah. It's yeah. worth 900 bucks. That's yeah. it. Just, just be reasonable and don't be emotionally attached. Oh, see, that, that's what I like about this. And it, we're trying to get rid of a, a minivan right now. We've got a um, 22,000, gosh. 2008 yeah. uh, Toyota Sienna. Yeah. How many miles? It's on got that 260,000 miles on it. Just broken in. So Carvana is willing to do like 500, 600 bucks. But, you know, I want to go to a couple dealers and say, hey, you know, are you interested in buying this? Carvana says 500. Do you want to buy it for 700, 650, whatever? See what they yeah. say. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whoever will offer me the most money is who I'll sell to. But How much I, time do you have on your hands to go shop around? I don't. That's the thing. That's why I'm probably going to just do one more offer and I'm done. <laughs> but I like that about like CarMax and Carvana. Right. Like, you know, they'll yeah. buy it for you and they say, hey, it's not a matter of if, if you don't want to trade it in, don't trade it in. We'll give you whatever Everybody we say. Everybody does that, by the way. They just don't really? advertise. Really? Yeah, everyone does uh, Well, they advertise it. Yeah. So, so anyway. They um, build? They're building behind uh, Ashley and Furniture Connection, Yeah, if right? you've ever driven, um, like you go almost to 101st coming up Wilma away yeah. from downtown. Oh, yeah. And you find a way somehow to make a left turn right before you get to 101st 
um, in this old uh, access road called Merchants Boulevard. Yeah. Drive down there, Furniture Connections there, Ashley Furniture is there, yeah. and it's going to be back behind um, Ashley. And, and the I hear they're doing some work on the roads to make it easier to get there. Right, because it's Merchants Boulevard, which currently ends just past um, those uh, stores. Yeah. So it's going to be extended past there. Okay. Now, the cool thing is, if you look at it on the map, yeah. um, their drawing shows Merchants Boulevard continuing like to the point where that property ends. So theoretically you can have an access road that also keeps going to Trenton road. Oh, cause the businesses on Trenton road back up to this okay. location. So maybe we could have an access road right back behind there make it easier to get to these uh, shops. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think Ashley furniture and uh, furniture connection would be very interested in having an access road. That, uh, that goes from uh, from Trenton Road over to their businesses. Because Merchants Boulevard sneaks up on you. Oh, we had a hell of a time getting to it the other day. Like, we were, ah, what? Oh, I passed yeah, it. we were actually going to Ashley and Furniture Connection to to, to look at buying some furniture. And um, oh, we, the we kids turned, are out of the house, and so you're finally getting grown up furniture. Yeah, but we turned too early. Yeah, and then we had to make a left, and then immediate left is is a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. What are you getting? Did you find something you liked? Yeah, I found a nice uh, leather sofa. Ooh. In there. Yeah. See, you yeah. know Chris's kids are out of the house because he's can get nice furniture. He knows it's not going to be destroyed <laughs> by his children. This is true. This is true. They don't have milk stains on them. <laughs> Chocolate. <Yeah. laughs> Frito dust everywhere. Cheeto dust everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they haven't said for sure um, that they are definitely going to build it, but they have submitted the, the site plans, and you can review the site plans on ClarksvilleNow.com. And um, um, they're talking about hiring about 155 people out there once they um, get uh-huh. it built, if, assuming they do um, proceed with their plan. Right. Yeah. Um, so another thing, this was kind of neat. Um, when I saw that the county was planning on doing this, I thought, really? I don't know if this is going to work. So this idea of having a New Year's celebration, um, Montgomery County government People have been decided, doing this for years, Chris. No, this is the first time they've done this. No, I'm saying people have been doing New Year's Eve celebrations for years. Right. But the, the county government has not, or the city, yeah. even the city government, yeah. no, nobody from the city or county government has ever said, we're going to have a local festival, local event on New Year's Eve. Right. And they planned one at Downtown Commons. They got some huge tents uh, to keep it all nice and cozy in there. And they put up a bunch of balloons. They had a band playing from about 9 o'clock past midnight. Mm-hmm. They did skating nearby at the, uh, the arena. Had them on food trucks and stuff. And um, uh, Lee Irwin uh, went out there. We um, got him to stay up late yeah. on a New Year's yeah. Eve. A lot of coffee for Lee. Yeah. And uh, he said that they were expecting like, yeah, maybe 50 people, you know, first year or something like this. 2,000 people came out show for this you. event. You were wrong. 2,000 yeah. people. <clears throat> that is pretty damn awesome. It's fantastic. Can I say that on a podcast? Yeah, you can. Okay. You already have, yeah. Oh. I'll say darn next time. <laughs> um, so pretty darn awesome. 2,000 people showed up for this thing and they had a blast. It yeah. really is a fantastic. I saw the pictures online. Yeah. I love that we're doing it. And it's one of those things, again, the downtown commons, another great use for it, a space to bring people together. Mm-hmm. 2,000 people showing up for the first year. I know they had some growing pains about, you know, next year they're going to have to have more tents and that sort of thing. Oh, they I mean, they didn't think there were 2,000 people going to Ex- show up. Exactly. I mean, who knew that that many people were going to show up for this thing? So, yeah, they do need bigger tents next time. Between that and the concerts and mm-hmm. the dueling pianos and all that fun stuff that goes on, find me a person now who will admit to going like, ooh, we should still have a dilapidated old falling apart bank building there. Oh, we don't, right, exactly. Yeah, we don't need the asbestos. downtown commons. And every time I see the downtown commons or go to an event there, I'm like, Yes. Yeah. This may be the greatest thing that's happened to Montgomery County. One of the many in the last decade was the downtown commons. Instead of some falling apart bank building full of asbestos, 
we got a community space where we can come together and to see great concerts, have a great event like like the uh, New Year's Eve thing. And I think people are starting to find now that the parking hysteria was just that hysteria. Yeah. And that was the thing, you know, in the in the comments on it, people were saying, well, where did you park? And people who attended the event said everywhere. There was plenty of parking. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's parking all around this right. thing. You yeah. know, there's plenty of places to park, you know, on the street and on the there's lots that are empty, you yeah. know, at, the, at that point in the night. It's, it was easy. Yeah, it's not as hard. If, if you want to park right next to it. Yeah, that's no, I mean, it's not a McDonald's. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. You're going to have to walk a little bit. Yeah. I'm still shocked. I've said it 5,000 times on this podcast. Parking in the parking structure across from the courthouse when there's an event, mm-hmm. it's never full. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> no, they apparently don't it's a listen. Secret place. It's a secret place to park. <laughs> no, this is really good. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. They said they're going to do it next year and uh, continue to grow this thing. And I think it's great. Clarksville's growing. Nashville does a great thing downtown, but people are kind of like, I don't know if I want to go down to Nashville for their New Year's Eve event because it's so wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. So just we're just ripe for having a big event here. Yeah, yeah. All right. And speaking of the end of the year. All right. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Biggest stories. The year in review. Uh-huh. These the are the top, top ones. Top 20. 10 news stories of the year in Clarksville now. So right. should, should I stop from the from number one or, or no, you go from, from 10. 10? Start at 10. You start at 10. You go to number one. Well, I don't do this broadcast stuff. Yeah. So we're going to start at number 10. What was the 10th biggest story in Clarksville? My my scrolling finger is getting sore. I see. I see. Carpal tunnel. That's right. Chris is now going to make a workman's comp claim for carpal tunnel. That's right. Ryan made me scroll too far. (laughs) All right. Number 10. Haven Madison. Oh, wow. Yeah. Haven Madison on American Idol. Clarksville High School uh, senior Mm -hmm. who went on American Idol. And here's the God honest truth. I haven't watched American Idol for a decade. (laughs) I didn't care. But once I saw her and we got a chance to meet her and her her dad, her dad is Jason Roy. He's Mm -hmm. a, he's a a Christian singer for the band building 429. Um, I think I was right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's wonderful. She is just absolutely everything you could possibly want in a teenage girl, she, we couldn't ask for a better representative for the city of Clarksville. Mm-hmm. She's funny. She's sweet. She's kind. She's smart. She's talented. And when she got on American Idol, I actually cared about American Idol for the first yeah. time in over a decade. Well, it's new. We get Lionel Richie and Katy Perry and, uh, and that country guy. Yeah. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, all like commenting on her stuff yeah. and talking about what makes a hit and everything. It's like, you know, that's neat. That's neat to, to hear the industry yeah. respond to her stuff. Now she didn't win, and I said this after but she made she, it to what the top eight, something like that. Yeah, and top eight. The the thing that the, the guy who won, I, I can't remember anymore because mm. he's nowhere. I think Haven's going to be the biggest star to come out of that season of American Idol. Yeah. She just has very so well, much potential. And yeah. um, you know, I've I've looked at some of her songs. The um, you know, fifteen of course was the yeah. one that really got her up there, and then she did "Still Need You," which. Yeah. I watched the video for that, putting this together, and I started tearing up. I mean, is that why you shut your door earlier today? You don't want everyone to see you cry? It's sensitive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it really did. It got, very got me talented. in the feels. She is, and um, and then this summer, which I just love the this summer video. That yeah. is the funniest thing. Yeah, that takes me back to when you know making stupid videos in college <laughs> right, and stuff. Right, right. But then you know she did Riverfest. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a huge welcome home party, which had three thousand people packing right. downtown Commons. So that was our number 10 story. So congrats, Haven. We look forward to seeing what happens next. Mm-hmm. Number nine, uh, big changes at the Roxy. Um, so they've presented the proposal for the Performing Arts Center, turning the Roxy into the uh, PAC or Performing yeah. Arts Center. Yeah. 
Um, and they unveiled the plans for the that. The F&M Bank Theater really is what cool. it's going to be called. It's all said and done. <laughs> well, too many things named after F&M. Somebody else needs a chance. Some of these other banks need to step up. Um, so the, uh, so the pack, uh, was announced and all the plans were unveiled for that. But then we also had a big change in leadership with, um, Ryan Bowie's departure, Yeah, which was a bit of a, bit of a, I wouldn't say scandal, but a few things, um, didn't go very yeah, well on the yeah. way out the door. But what the neat thing is, it seems is, like when people leave the Roxy, it's never good. Yeah. Yeah. There's there, they've got a two, two, uh, leadership <laughs> two in, two in change row. thing, two in a row. Where's all our money? <laughs> Um, but the good thing about it is in the wake of all that, it seemed apparent to me from the way the board responded mm-hmm. to everything that happened that, um, the Roxy board, I think has realized, Hey, we need to step up the game here. We yep. need HR training for everybody. Yep. We need policies in place. We need to make sure that this place is run as a professional employer. And cause especially with what's to come, I mean, yep. we've got, there's a big future ahead for yep. the Roxy yep. as the primary tenant of this performing arts center. And that means that they need to be um, tip top yep. ship shape when it comes to how employee stuff is is handled. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Emily Rourke is doing a fantastic job yeah, right now. Yeah, she is and everything that I'm hearing, it's everything is going great now. You know, and and talking about the the building, right? So mm-hmm. so they're going to tear down the Roxy. They're gonna they're gonna keep the front facade. Right. They'll keep the facade and keep the front of the lobby, mm-hmm. not the bathrooms, right. <laughs> but the front of the lobby, the nice sort of Art Deco yeah. um, sort of look. And then they'll add on to the rest of it. It's going to be fantastic. They already have plans for what they're going to do space-wise for the year or so that it's going to take to build the new Roxy. Mm-hmm. But what, when is construction supposed to start? It's supposed to be summer, right? Well, see, the next stage is to get funding. So into oh. 2024, now we're talking about we're getting down to brass tacks. Um, apparently, the city is working now on coming up with a funding plan Okay, and what package they're going to take to the city council to get approved. And then the city council is going to need to sign off on um, the next steps. Gotcha. So if your name is Charles Hand or Joe Maynard, you may get a knock on your door. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we, we need your money for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's, I'm sure there's lots of naming opportunities Absolutely. for uh, buildings and classrooms yeah. and, uh, you, you know, spaces you. in that facility. No, I'm excited. All right. Number eight. Hushin. Hushin College shut down on the students. Oh, yes. Yeah. This is when this fly by night college. With mm-hmm. a name that looks like Hussein or Russian or Russian comes about and then they just all of a sudden just shut the doors down. And there are people that gave the money. Yeah, they were gave they had the signed money. up for class. They were taking classes. Yes. They were one week into classes. Yes. When they get a letter saying, uh, we're gonna shut down for about a month while we think about things. Right. A month goes by and they're gonna say, uh, guess what? We're shutting down. You know, sorry. Right. Bye. And then of course they respond no, with no information. Right. Yeah. And then you're like, hey, I, I I just gave you a bunch of money. Am I going to get that back? Crickets. Yeah, yeah. So the state ended up getting involved and um, ended up being a sort of an intermediary um, between these students and uh, Hushin College. And, um, you know, so hopefully these students have been getting their money back and their I credits. Because, so. you know, some of this is Pell Grant money. Exactly. I mean, you know, you can't just walk away with a bunch of Pell Grant money mm-hmm. and not, you know, reimburse or right. do something. You right. Know? So, um, but the funny thing is, as I was putting this together, it just had to shake my head. I, I pull in the photo, I'm looking at it, and you can see the word Damar underneath. 
they were so cheap when they changed over from Damar to Hushin. That it's just like this sign. It's almost like somebody took a big piece of cardboard and scrawled in, in right. crayon Hushin and just like plastered it on top of the Damar sign. Worst name ever. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. They should have called it Bamboozle U because that's really what it was. Poor things. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, seriously, everybody that was affected by that, uh, first of all, shame on everyone that worked at, at or every, all the the executives. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to throw not any people. You know, some people are just doing a job, right? Hmm. But the executives that made the decision to 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 disappear in the middle of the night and not be easy to coordinate getting money back. Yeah, because if you got to close down, that's understandable. But you know, you got to do this in a reasonable way and yes. give people the right information. And right. There was like no information given, but that's probably part of the reason that they fell apart was because right. they didn't have. The right people exactly. in place to so, manage those sorts of things. If you were affected by that and, and they took some of your money and you're wondering about credits and stuff, I hope everything works out yeah. for you in 2024. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, Bucky's. Yeah. Oh, man. Number seven. Bucky's. That was the biggest story, too, because everyone was when the Bucky's like, hey, we're coming to town. Mm -hmm. And people are like, yes. Yeah. I want a giant gas station. Yeah. And they're like, we're building off of exit one. And I remember us going like, Really? You're going to put a, a nine trillion pump gas station off yeah. exit. Well, where are you going to put that? And so, you know, we're, everyone's excited. There's a guy here from Texas. And how do you know someone's from Texas? Don't worry. They'll tell you. And he, <laughs> and he, and he, and he kept going on about the brisket, 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 brisket. And the dream catchers. And the dream catchers. Your favorite thing. Yeah. And so, and the Bucky Nuggets. And everybody was so pumped. And then Bucky's is like, yeah. So it turns out we'd have to do a whole lot of money to get exit one ready for nine trillion pumps. And so we're out. And people yeah. were like, no. Yeah. yeah. Well, how could you do this to us, Bucky's? Yeah. And, it, you know, good on T-Dot. T-Dot was like, hey, that's great that you want to come. You're going to have to do this, this, and this. And Bucky's like, that's a lot of money. T-Dot's like, yeah, well, that's what you got to do. And so they're out. If you love the so Bucky's. So T-Dot was, you know, all yeah. you people worried about traffic, T-Dot had your back. Mm -hmm. They weren't going to let them build without having a good tra traffic plan in place. That's the truth. Uh, if you like Bucky's, that's awesome. I went to a Bucky's for the first time about a month ago, the one in Alabama that's mm -hmm. just north of Huntsville. Yeah, it's near my hometown. Yeah, um, I I really don't get it. Yeah, I, I I if you dig it, awesome. It's kind of like a Walmart and a and a and a big gas station mm -hmm. had a baby together, and that and that's what it is. Yeah. So the Bucky went, nuggets are good. I went in, um, had to get gas. Went to the little boys' room. That was very nice. Yeah. Can't beat their yeah. boys' rooms. Fantastic restroom situation. But I came back out, and there's people ringing bells and yelling, and there's this loud din. Yeah. Yeah. And all I wanted was a Mountain Dew. And I'm looking around, and I'm looking around, and I, I'm i like, where the heck is the Mountain Dew? And I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. I was like, man, screw this. And I just left. There was a, there's a knockoff version called Bucky Dew that you couldn't Bucky find. Bucky Dew? Yeah. Oh, really? When I was there, by the way, I See, looked this for is too many choices. Too, many. too much noise and too many choices. I couldn't handle I yeah, left. It was, it was I, I just went and sat in the car and waited for my wife to come back out. Um, I did look for dream catchers when I was there, mm -hmm. and they had them. Well, So yeah. my, joke, my joke rang true. Yeah. So the two little discussed aspects of this that yeah. I point out in my, uh, my rundown here um, was that this was a loss of a windfall in state sales tax yeah. revenue, local sales tax revenue that we would have had. Sales tax revenue that would have been coming from people traveling through our yeah. area, not from local residents. Yeah. That's a mass amount of money that would have gone into to pay for roads, to pay for schools, all kinds of stuff that we as Montgomery County would have benefited from had Bucky's open. Right. And now we're not going to get it. Well, and we were very scared, worried about a Clarksville treasure. 
That's true. Gary the guardrail guard is in rail. that uh, is in that area, mm-hmm. and we were worried what's Bucky's going to do to Gary. And yeah. it looked like Gary is the one who won in yeah. that whole battle. If you want to look at it that way, Gary did defeat Bucky. Yeah, he did. Yes, yeah. he did. All right, and then next, I'm story number six. All right, here we go. Conference center pins. I'm sorry. Conference center hopes pinned on a VA clinic. Okay, yeah, that's so, off exit eight. Mm-hmm. This is the idea to build a big conference center and hotel out at exit eight. People have been talking about this for a long time. A lot of people in our community really want this, and it would actually be really good for getting some of that conference center traffic from Nashville. Um, but the idea is we can – their VA wants to put a VA new VA clinic here. Yeah. Get that VA clinic. That'll sort of raise the value of the land and be able to uh, afford to put in the conference center. Very it's a complicated idea, but if you look on paper, it actually works. How Where is that right now in the grand scheme of things? Did um, you get I think they're still working. They're or still just working. copy and paste the old story? <laughs> control <laughs> C, and, control V, baby! Uh, copy and pasted the old story, um, but it's there's not much new about, okay. uh, on it. Basically, they're still working on getting their anchor tenants, and they're waiting for the VA to make a decision on where they're going to locate the VA clinic. Gotcha. All right. All right. Um, do we have more room? Time for the other five? Yeah, we have time for the other All five. Right. Um, stadium and hotel up for bad at the old Vulcan site. I almost forgot about this. Yeah, so yes, the old Vulcan site, which if you don't remember, mm-hmm. years ago when Chris had far less gray. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he just got a job. He'd, he'd, he'd been working as a reporter at the Tallahassee Democrat. And he'd been looking for a, a, an upgrade in jobs. You know, people were I like, technically a copy editor, not a reporter. Okay. But, okay. So the people were like, this Smith kid's got potential. He just needs an opportunity. And so uh, an old newspaper called the Leaf Chronicle, which you'll, you'll you see that now in, in like garbage cans. And, you know, and there's, <laughs> that's not around. There's not much to it. Um, they call him and they're like, Smith, we heard about you. We heard you're a talented young cat. Why don't you come here and work for us? And Chris is like, yeah, let's, let's do that. So he convinces his wife to come to Clarksville. You're telling this entire story, aren't you? Yeah. All right. And so they're driving into <laughs> Clarksville and his wife's like, oh man, look at that mall. Oh, awesome. And Chris is like, oh man, look at this. Oh. And then they get to downtown where Vulcan was. And that's when his wife saw the chain link fence with the barbed wire. And it was all rusty. And she looks at him and goes, where have you moved me to? And she starts <laughs> sobbing. Because she lives in a town where there's this big giant section of downtown. It's got razor wire and rusty old chain link fence. The worst possible gateway to Clarksville. Exactly. So when they decided Vulcan was done and they Mm -hmm. tore Vulcan down, Chris is like, this is great. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they keep getting another decade goes by. Exactly. And now they're saying we want to build a baseball stadium for a minor league baseball team. Maybe. Maybe. And then uh, some houses and what have you down there, which is a great idea. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. And um, and it makes sense because, you know, that used to be the industrial area of that used to be the industrial area on the outskirts of town. Yes. Yeah. Well, the town has grown up around it. And yes. now we've still got this nasty industrial area right along the main path into the city. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Austin P. Beautiful. Yes. You know, the mall, well, it's a mall, but still, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's what you expect, you know, all the, you know, franchise retail, but then you hit this spot yeah. and it's just awful. Yeah. And so this is going to be really nice once it gets built and um, hopefully everything is still on track. Um, they're still working. But one of the things that they mentioned mm-hmm. was that when they're t- get, getting a grocery store in there and they specifically mentioned Bodega and Trader Joe's as being two of the things that they're looking at specifically pursuing for that location. Ooh. Now, that doesn't mean it's coming. Right. But it does mean they're asking. Yes. 
Yeah. Did you control C and control V this one too, or did you do an update on this? That's what this is. This well, is I didn't gonna, know if you did updates. What, how much time do you think I have in my life around Christmas? I don't know. Especially man. right after a major well, tornado. Okay, okay. But so yeah, yeah. So, so I'm putting this together like in the wake of the tornado. We've got so, we've yeah. got reporters that are on. You know, that are, that are running stories and checking yeah. all this out, and we'll have updates when we have them. Oh, yeah. I mean, when there's news to report, we'll, we'll have news. I did report. hear some interesting rumors. Now, this is rumor time mm-hmm. about, you know, the ball the ball field there, the okay. stadium. Why would we do that? Is there a possibility of bringing a minor league ball club mm-hmm. here? Well, most are saying that there's a minor league team in Nashville. Why would there be a minor league team in Clarksville unless it's a different division or whatever? But what I have heard is Major League Baseball wants a team in Nashville in the worst possible way. Like number one in major league baseball's wish list of cities where they would like a team is Nashville. And I heard that if you have a major, a major league team, you can't have a minor league team in the right. same, so the same Nashville city. Sounds is going to have to. So the talk is like, well, are they just preparing for what would have to happen if Nashville does in fact get either an expansion team or another team moves to Nashville and then they'd have to find a place for the sounds. That's just what I heard. Mm -hmm. But you know, would the sounds, you know, relocate to a whole other city to like become the Des Moines sounds or whatever, or would it be more a matter of, you know, Nashville gets a team and then we become the Clarksville Catfish right. affiliated with exactly the Nashville, yeah. you know, Music City guys or whatever. The Nashville Rhinestones. The Nashville Rhinestones, yeah. yeah. Which is a great name. Yeah. Oh, boy. I like the Clarksville Catfish. That was yours, I wasn't love, That it? was my idea. That was yeah. your idea? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You, you, you only need to put a little asterisk next to that when you name it the Clarksville <laughs> Catfish. So you're inspired by the brilliance of Ryan Pluckelman at the bottom. Please do. There you go. On to the next one. All right. And this one, you know, I, I hesitated to include it because it's such a tragedy. Um, but I feel like it would be um, not appropriate to overlook it. And that's yeah. the helicopter crashes uh, yeah. that we had this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're used to helicopter crashes in a way, sadly. Mm-hmm. But this year we had two mm-hmm. um, horrible helicopter yeah. crashes. Uh, one on March 30 um, during the 101st Airborne Division uh, near Katy's, Kentucky. Um, there were uh, nine people killed in that one, five in one helicopter and four in the other. Mm-hmm. And then on November 13, um, the Black Hawk uh, crashed during refueling over the Mediterranean, uh, killing all five 160th soldiers um, in that. And so I think it's it's important, you know, as you're closing out the year, that, you know, there's families who are going into the new year without their loved ones. Right, yeah. And these are not, you know, it's sad always to lose a loved one, but these were loved ones who were serving our nation. Right. And so I think it's important. We have a special obligation to remember these families because they were basically, you know, help. They were serving us as a nation, and we need to keep them in our thoughts and prayers um, I completely through the agree. holidays. I completely agree. Yeah. Um. So story number three, LG Kim. So if you're looking for something that's sort of the sleeper, and I've probably made this point a couple times, um, in in this uh, podcast, but LG Kim uh, opening a three point two billion dollar billion billion dollar plant. Um, 300 of those jobs paying in excess of $100,000 a year. And they've broke That's ground. huge. They yeah. broke ground. Now, this just happened, so there's no yeah. point really belaboring this one. Um, but, yeah, other big expansions we had this year. Hankook Tires going to more than double production. Um, EV battery supplier Donghua Electrolyte is planning to open a $70 million plant. And a QP broke ground on their Japanese food condiment. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of diversity of uh, industrial 
uh, activity there. Um, we don't have many food processing. I don't think we have any real food no. processing things. But going forward, QP Yum Yum sauce will be made right in the Yum Yum capital of the world. Yeah, yum, Clarksville, yum. Tennessee. Clarksville, Yum Yum, Tennessee. <laughs> a new <laughs> middle name. <laughs> That's actually a great name. <laughs> Clarksville, Yum Yum. Clarksville. Yeah. Tennessee's most Yum Yum-tastic city. Yeah, I like it. Um, and then story number two, a tornado ripping across North Clarksville. Again, mm-hmm. this was huge news at the very end of the year, so yeah. we're all familiar with what happened there. But, um, yeah, that was huge. And, you know, we've had tornadoes before. We had the 1999 tornado that ran, went across what was mostly a office and a government business area of downtown. Yeah. Um, then we had the one, um, gosh, it was a few years ago in uh, Farmington. I think it was around 2015. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2015 or 17, um, where Farmington Estates. And that was just like, I think two or three houses right. were hit. But this one, my Lord. Devastating. 11 I mean, miles. Right across a resident, like several residential areas. Um, 600 yeah, yards miles. wide, 11.2 miles long, path of devastation. The one, well, you know, I, I think tragedy can either bring out the best in you or the worst in you. And we saw both of that uh, with this tornado. The mm. best of it being, and, and I, I couldn't be more proud of the city, mm. multiple times. The city and people involved with the recovery effort had to say stop to the citizens of Clarksville. We're overwhelmed by your generosity and we can't process it right yeah, now. Yeah. The first thing was with volunteers. When a tornado destroys everything, someone's got to go in and start picking up the pieces and cleaning up the devastation left behind so rebuilding can begin. Mm. The, the volunteers were so efficient mm. and so overwhelming that they were able to move the trash so quickly that the city said, we, we can't, we have to take a couple days off mm, because gives, the garbage, the garbage companies can't keep up with the volunteers. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah. And then the city had to say, okay, you got to stop giving us food. Not that we don't appreciate it. But we were getting so much food for the people that have been displaced, mm-hmm. for the volunteers, for the linemen, for everybody that's been affected by this tornado. We can't distribute it all. We don't want it to go bad. Yeah. Right. And that that's why so I remember in the middle of all that, you know, we were just getting deluged with all these businesses saying, hey, we're offering free food to this. We're offering free right. food to that. You know, so we, we posted as much as, of it as we could, you know, of all that stuff. Um, after the fact, um, I had somebody reach out and say, hey, this business really did a lot to help during the tornado. You should do a story on them. And I was like, ma'am. That's one of like 150 businesses yeah, that, that, that stepped up because <laughs> the community, all these businesses yes. stepped up. Everybody stepped mm-hmm. up. And there's no way to to give honor to all of them. I mean, just and that's not why they did it. The businesses right, didn't right. do it for a story on Clarksville. Now they did it because they needed to help their community. Right. And one more thing that makes you love Clarksville because that wasn't enough. The city had to say, "Stop donating goods. We have no place to put all of it. Yeah. We just need to donate money yeah. because because you overwhelmed." Clarksville, Montgomery County overwhelmingly supported the people affected by the tornado in such a giant way that the machine that is usually involved with the rebuilding process couldn't keep up with the people of Clarksville. And if that doesn't make you proud to live here, I don't know what does. I mean, that's a that's a pretty, pretty great statement in a bad situation. And of course, we had those those yahoos out of Texas that were trying to throw everybody out. We had that that story on the last one. But yeah, but, big but story. Yeah, so that was that was huge, and that's that's going to resonate for many years to come. Um, but you showed your true you know, colors, Clarksville, yeah. and they were beautiful. Did everything we could. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the number one story of the year. Here we go. 
FNM Bank Arena opening. Yes. Yep. Yep. I think I don't think there's any way you can um you can. As These are by clicks, by the way. Impact, this is not by Chris's personal. Well, no, it, it's. I mean, clicks weighs yeah, into yeah. it. Because if we did it by clicks, frankly, and this is kind of gross, it's true in any community. If we did it by clicks, it would be crime and murder. Well, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. but this is the big, the big yeah. stories people um, talk about. These yeah. are the stories that basically are going to have the most long-lasting right. impact, yeah. Yeah. And, or were more co- controversial. Evan right. Bank Arena was definitely controversial. Which is kind of crazy that it was. Well, it's a lot of money. I mean, I can see a reasonable people argue, you know, it's a reasonable debate to be had yeah. of, you know, should, is it the responsibility of government to pour money into um, a venture that private business should be supporting? It, you know, I mean, just to make the argument, right? If SSE Entertainment, you know, if um, Sabretooth and, and Predators want to have an arena in Clarksville, they should build it themselves. Why should taxpayers be on the hook? And what if it doesn't succeed? Does that mean that Montgomery County taxpayers are going to have to bankroll this thing for years or decades to come right. if it doesn't succeed the way it was supposed to? Or we're going to end up with a shell of a building that nobody's using right. in 20 years? Now, I'm just making the argument. Yeah. I don't agree with it. But that's sort of where people are coming from. But man, oh man, were they wrong. What a beautiful <laughs> facility. Yeah. Um, so many great things. What I'm excited about most is like anytime you start something, you have to build, you build it and mm-hmm. then you start adding more and more to it. Um, I went to an Austin Peay basketball game there. That was so much fun. I, I mm-hmm. saw the hockey there. Um, I'm super pumped about the hometown gal, mm-hmm. Leanne Morgan. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a fun show. Coming to the FNM Bank Arena, being being, I think she's the first comedy show. Is Burt Kreischer first, or is uh, Burt Kreischer's the okay. first comedy show? The second so, comedy show being hometown. Yeah, Ian Morgan. Yeah, so I included a rundown in here of um of the first basically at the yeah. arena. So the first hockey event, the first ice show, the first concert, first rodeo, first wrestling event. Um, so you can you know, look through all those cool things. Um, it's neat to th- to see like what all they're going to be doing. So it gives you an indication of what's coming. Yeah, I didn't think they would be able to put on a rodeo in there. I was kind of surprised that they yeah. did it. I mean, our photographer came out of there saying, uh, "I really don't want to use my personal photography equipment in there anymore when they do a rodeo." He's <laughs> a little dusty. <laughs> a little dusty. Yeah. a little bit of dust in the uh, lenses there. So, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, and they're going to have the wrestling. Uh, you know, that's that's huge for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that one's going to be really well attended. It's fantastic. I'm a big fan of the mm-hmm. FNM Bank Arena. I, I, every time I go there, I'm like, oh, here I am in Clarksville. I got a 10-minute drive home instead of yeah. 45 minutes. And just wait, because, I mean, all the businesses that are going to pop up around that thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, people coming in and out of it, it's going to be a lot more businesses coming to downtown because of that is a major draw. You look at what happened in other communities when they've done similar things. And it really does, you know, um, kickstart a lot of business opportunities in their downtowns. And I'm excited for the next rodeo at the FNM Bank Arena. So everyone who works at the FNM Bank Arena can say this is not our first rodeo. Oh, there you go. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Biggest stories involve Clarksville. The Clarksville Rundown, a Clarksville Now original podcast. Thanks for listening.